Welcome back to We Wonder Lent. I'm your host, Sarah Dahl. And we've made it to the fifth week of Lent. Today is Tuesday. It is a long season, and I wonder if we are getting tired. Still, the road to Jerusalem is stretching out in front of us, and Holy Week is coming. So we will continue to walk with Jesus, step by step, to his journey's end. As we do, we will trace the final stretch of that road, as it was recorded by Matthew. Even if our feet are tired and our spirits have grown weary, we will keep listening to Jesus' words and trying to imagine that we are there with him. And we will do our best to pay attention each day to what we see and hear and feel. Even as the season of Lent stretches on, we still need to meet and listen for God in all that is happening to us. I wonder what we will notice as we listen to these same words all week long. I wonder what we will have to say to God. I hope that you can listen every day this week and let these words take deep root in your heart. I hope that you can find a way to keep traveling with Jesus little by little as we make our way to the end of Lent. This week's reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 17 through 28. Jesus and his friends are coming close to Jerusalem. They are traveling up from the low country around Jericho and along the road that climbs to the city. As they do, Jesus reminds them what is waiting for him at the end of the journey. I wonder, though, if the disciples are really able to hear what he is saying or to understand. Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. On the way, he took his 12 disciples to one side to talk to them. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said. The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will sentence him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles. The people will make fun of him and whip him. They will nail him to a cross. On the third day, he will rise from the dead. The mother of Zebedee's sons, James and John, came to Jesus. Her sons came with her. Getting on her knees, she asked a favor of him. What do you want, Jesus said. She said, Promise me that one of my two sons may sit at your right hand in your kingdom. Promise that the other may sit at your left hand. You don't know what you're asking for, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup of suffering? I am going to drink. We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will certainly drink from my cup, but it is not for me to say who will sit at my right or left hand. These places belong to those my Father has prepared them for. The other ten disciples heard about this, and they became angry at the two brothers. Jesus called them together. He said, You know about the rulers of the Gentiles, 
they hold power over their people. Their high officials order them around. Don't be like that. Instead, anyone who wants to be important among you must be your servant. And anyone who wants to be first must be your slave. Be like the Son of Man. He did not come to be served. Instead, he came to serve others. He came to give his life as the price for setting many people free. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's take a moment and imagine ourselves in this story. We have been walking with Jesus up the road from Jericho to Jerusalem. Now, can I picture Jesus taking us aside, off the road? Maybe for what we hope will be a quiet rest? What does Jesus look like to me as he begins to speak and tells us once more what will happen when we reach Jerusalem? How does his voice sound to me? Looking up toward Jerusalem, Jesus says that when we get there, he will be killed. How do I feel hearing those words as I look at the steep hill we have to climb to get up to the city? What sounds louder in my ears? The suffering Jesus describes? Or the promise that he will be raised? What do I see when I imagine James and John coming to Jesus with their mother? Do they stand behind her as she gets down on her knees? What are their faces like as she speaks to Jesus? Now, can I pay attention to my feelings as I imagine myself standing with the disciples, listening to Jesus? When I imagine someone important or powerful, what do I see? What are they doing? How do other people treat them? Do any of Jesus' words in this story change my picture of how to be important in his kingdom? Were there any words in this story that were good for me to hear right now where I am today? And can I say thank you to Jesus? Were there any words in the story that were especially hard for me to hear where I am right now, today? And can I talk with Jesus about that? And can we talk with God about what we have seen and heard? Is there a word or a picture or a feeling from this story that 
I want to hold quietly right now with God. And can I ask God to be present and to come close to me as I do? Is there a word or a picture or a feeling from this story that I'd like to carry into the rest of my day? And can I ask God's Spirit to come alongside me as I do? Will you pray with me? Jesus, you are the King who serves. You gave everything up, even your life. And yet, you are alive. And you can show us safely the way into death and out again. Help us to follow you, serving the world you love and laying ourselves down for it. Teach us that we can trust you as we do, because you are God and you are good, and not even death can overwhelm you. In your name we pray. Amen. We Wonder is written and hosted by me, Sarah Dahl. It's produced by Area Code and mixed by Matt Linder. You can keep in touch and connect with our listener community by following us on Instagram or Twitter at WeWonderPod. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>